Welcome to the Shake Up Podcast. I'm your host and co-founder of Mr. Consistent, Jared Bell. This is a podcast where we invite friends of the brand into our studio. We get to know their story a little bit better. We chat all things business, culture, and marketing, all while shaking up a few cocktails. This week on the Shake Up Podcast, we have Miss Moana Bikini herself, Karina Irby. Karina and her team are celebrating 10 years of Moana this year. We bring Karina back to the beginning and delve into how she created this bikini empire. From designing the label on her own to selling out in minutes, the growth of this business has been insane. With a combined total of over 1.8 million loyal followers, she's been able to build a community called the Moana Army. This community that doubles as a family was created for women around the world to feel supported, inspired and comfortable in their own skin. Karina and Moana Bikini also have some really exciting projects coming their way this year. She dropped a little bit of inside info for us, so this might be a world exclusive. So let's get into this episode. Welcome to another episode of The Shake Up. We have a very special guest today in the studio, Karina Irby. Did hey, I say it correctly? You did, finally, because <laughs> off camera, you were kind of bad. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm one of those people, I'm uh, slightly dyslexic, and uh, see? <laughs> <laughs> And I'm not. I, I'm not very good at reading. Uh, I have to sound it out. So you yeah, did I'm, well. I'm, Thank yeah. you guys Thank for having you. me. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Karina. You are. You own Moana the label. You have a massive, like, fucking huge Instagram following. You have a very successful business. You're Gold Coast local, born and bred. No, not born and bred, but for the last 10 years, so Where you, where you born and bred then? I'm born and bred from Port Macquarie, small little coastal yeah, town. We, yeah, I know. Yeah. Nice. When did you move up here? About 10 years ago to do uni and then I just stayed. Stayed. It's pretty good up here, isn't it? It's amazing. Beaches, lifestyle. And that's what I guess, funny story, Tom, who is our podcast producer here, you guys used to work together. We did. How cute is that? I know. Walked in the building. I didn't know you guys knew each other. That's pretty cool. One of us is going well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. I gave you a job. <laughs> Karina, I want to, like, I don't know a whole lot about you. Like, I, I've jumped on it. I see your Instagram pop up on my, like, feed every now and then and stuff like that. And you obviously have, you're pretty fucking funny on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you, sir. And you're very raw. You share everything. Where did this all start? Like, how did it all start? Where does, you know, um, the Instagram, I guess the Instagram fame or the Instagram following, how does one even start to begin to get, how many followers do you have? Like 1.2? 1.2 now. Like, how it's does, crazy. How, how does, did I trick so many how does, people? How does somebody go from like 1,200 <laughs> to 1.2? Ask him for a friend. <laughs> well, let me tell you, it all started with a very good fart video um, and uh, the numbers went up from there. I, really? Honestly, though, I found that the more raw I was online, the more people were jumping to my profile for a bit of a laugh. Yeah. So that kind of side really took off and just showing um, struggles I had with my skin condition, yeah. posting silly videos, along with the cute ones. You still need the cute bikini pics. You still pics. need the cute stuff in between. Absolutely. That's so cool. Like, And then did that kind of happen or did... Uh, Moana, did I say it right then? You did, thank Moana. you. Moana, <laughs> my daughter loves a movie. What is it, Moana, the Hawaii movie? But how, what came first, the Instagram thing, the bikini line, like, or did the Instagram, you kind of saw you had a following, you were like, oh, I want to tap into this and try do something else with this audience. How did that all happen? Moana always came first, yep. actually. Um, I started Moana in um, the back of the Billabong shed. Don't tell anyone. I won't. I was out the back posting in there nonstop, actually. I think everyone started a business in Billabong. I started my business in Billabong. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Should we drink to that? Yeah, absolutely. Cheers, yep. Billabong. Hmm. 
Thank you so much. But um, Moana's Instagram took off well before mine. I had no intentions of being an Instagrammer. I don't even think back then an influencer was a thing. Nah, yeah. Um, I mean, I still don't like to classify myself as an influencer. It's definitely not like my full-time job. Yeah. Um, I do like to positive, positively influence people, however. But yeah, no, Moana came first and um, then I just started to put myself out there second and that just naturally took off more. I think maybe because it's a personal account as opposed to a business account. Yeah. But Moana's account's still thriving, so happy days. <laughs> and you've got like the Moana Army account as well? Um, the Moana Army is basically our loyal fans. So we wanted to give them a safe space off of Instagram and yep. pretty much out of the public eye. So we started a private Facebook group. Oh, cool. And um, currently there's over 12,000 girls in there. Wow. We've had it up for just under 12 months. I don't know why we didn't do it sooner. I wish we did. But it's just a crazy, amazing place. Like a lot of oversharing as well, which is <laughs> so fun. Um, but no, it, it's been a really good hub for the business, um, not just from a sales perspective, but also for a community presence, yeah, which absolutely. is great. I think that's the one most important part of a business is having a, like without a community around your business and customers, you don't really have, you don't really have much, but a, mm. a product, right? Like, Absolutely. Community for us is, I think, why we've been so successful. Yeah. And then once you started sort of like, how the bloody hell do you grow to like the size of the business you are now? You're 10 years, like 10 years? 10 almost? years this November. That's mad. That is like, so started in 2011, teen. Wow. I know. Isn't that That's nuts? huge. Having a business for 10 years is a feat. Like I've, this is my fourth business and I, the first business I was in for three years and by three years I was like, fuck, I need a rest. I need a break. Do you ever feel like you? Right now. (laughs) More shots, please. (laughs) Cause you get to a point where you're like, oh shit, I've put my heart and soul into this for so long. Like at what point do you like, do you hold, like obviously your holiday, do you have this is business time because your husband works in the business, right? My fiance. Fiance. Beyonce, fiance. Fiance, fiance. What's his yes, name? Yes, Ryan. Shout out, Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Um, yeah, he's our operations manager. Um, I, I would actually be so lost without him working at Moana. So I'm so lucky we snagged him out of the editorial business just before they kind of went downhill. So that was really good lucky. Timing. But we're very good in the fact that um, work is work and home is home. Of course, we talk about work at home because we love it so yeah. much, but we're pretty good at doing nothing on the weekend. So that is definitely some nice chill time. Just hanging out at the beach, doing nothing. Literally nothing. The dream. Is the, so obviously the bikini brand came first. What inspired you to start that? Like, did you, like, obviously you've moved here, you've fall, fallen in love with the Gold Coast. Is it just a lifestyle here or what inspired you to actually start the business? It's so funny. I always wanted to be more I guess, than a sales rep or something. I mean, I never knew young what I wanted to get into, but just being in retail, I was like, I just want to be so much more than this. Like, I really want to create a cool space for girls because I suffered with bullying, like so many, I'm sure the listeners can relate to, like in high school, like people can be so mean, damn it. Um, Mm. I talked to somebody the other day, we had Chris Black here, I was like, I I got heavily bullied at high school and I like, it was the worst. Yeah, it, it sucks. And you're so immature at the time. You don't know how to handle it. And I always thought I want to do something cool for women that have just, you know, want a cool space. Yeah. So that was always in the back of my mind. But um, Moana actually started because I was let go at my retail store. And um, prior to that, my dad always said, you should start up your own bikini line. You've talked about it for so long, yeah. being a little surfer girl and you should just do it. And I was like, oh, no experience. Thanks, dad. Um, <laughs> thanks for picking me up. <laughs> but um, yeah, one day I got this call from my boss and um, he just very randomly let me go. And I was so upset because that job was everything to me. It was like a, a family community. Um, yeah. 
a lot of respect there. So when I just randomly got let go, I had all this fire in my tummy and I was like, no, you know what? I don't have to deal with this. I don't need to be treated like, you know, how I have. I'm yeah. going to do what I've always wanted to do. And I called my dad. Dad, I've just been fired. I'm studying the bikini label. I'm going for it. <laughs> I'm doing it. So um, my dad actually said, you go, buddy. And he lent me $800. And I actually started wholesaling a Hawaiian retailer for the first just under 12 months of Moana yeah. with no intention of learning how to design my own. Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was like a passion project with a little bit of fire in there, yeah. you know, like the perfect cocktail. And then you were like, did did was there a point where you're like, holy shit, I'm 12 months in, like, this is working? Like, yeah. like, like the dream's on the horizon or is it? Yeah, it was hard. I mean, like, again, I never wanted to go and be like, you know what, I want to be a business bitch. Like, yeah. that was never my intention at all. Um, but when I did the first uh, 12 months uh, into it, after I got rid of the her Hawaiian retailer and started to design my own, I dropped my first. It was very minimal quantities, but I was so excited because I designed it all myself and yeah. I spent way too long on YouTube learning how to do all this stuff. So, you, Did you have to learn like Illustrator or something Oh my something God, like the that? whole Adobe suite, <laughs> yeah. pattern making, business. Um, I was on Big Cartel at the time, yeah, yeah. you know, designing logos, like everything. That's so cool. So it was a lot of work, and but so fun. And when I dropped the first collection, it actually sold out in 11 minutes and my first customer was actually over in the states so I just like sat on the floor in my spare bedroom and I cried because I was so excited but I was like what am I gonna do now I have no bikinis left like we need to make more so I've got all this money from all these people. I've got to ship all these orders and it's go time. Yeah. So I was like oh this is something special straight away. So I was I was onto it and I was I was so excited. That's so cool. What um what platform like do you have any platform you guys use Shopify or anything like that? Yeah, we're on Shopify. Um, we use Gorgeous Chat as well. Yeah. We find that very good. Our, our customers love to chat a yeah. lot. So having that online service has just been amazing because you can fix a problem or you can personally fit somebody instantly. And that's probably where your community started to grow, right? Like it's a lot of that um, community's customer service and actually pulling them into this. Like we use those two exact programs. Like I've used Shopify plenty of times, but um, the chat is like to be able to communicate with your customer right oh, then and amazing. there or like my wife will be like, she's our general manager, but she's got the chat on her iPhone and she'll jump on. Like it'll be a sad day. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm just talking to a customer. I'm like walking them through the process and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Like being able to create the community around your business and around your brand. Yes. And then it follows through and they, then they start communicating. Once they get the product, they start communicating to you on Instagram and Facebook and showing other people that they've bought it. And that's how you grow your community, I feel like. Absolutely. I mean, I think that a positive experience coming from mm. the customer service level, which I feel like people see customer service as like some basic job, but really it's absolutely everything. If you are assertive and you get onto it straight away or you, you give the customer a present or you just greet them in a cute, fun, quirky way, like yeah. they love it. And yeah. it's instant, like we're going to tell our friends. So it, it's a lot of fun. I think customer service is the most important job. It's the best. Oh, it, our customer service, Brooke, does an amazing job. With the, with the like staying motivated to grow your brand, like for us here, we slot like me, Mikey and Jeremy, the three owners, we all slogged ourselves for the first 12 months, like seven days a week, we're doing market stalls, all those kind of things. But we genuinely were, the thing that kept us going was like the reaction of people and like people saying, oh, we love your stuff. You know, you guys, we, we drink it at home. We can drink it at a club. Like the motivation was actually changing the way people drink cocktails and how they drink cocktails at home. Is there things that keep you motivated that aren't necessarily monetary of monetary value? Like sales obviously keep people motivated and um, dangle the carrot for staff and all those kind of things. But mm. is there anything that keeps you personally motivated to like keep growing or 
in those stages to keep growing and keep producing more lines and new products and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so much. It really, again, comes back to our community. I personally chat with them too much. Yeah. Like again, I know what half of them have for breakfast this morning and um, they inspire me so much. And even just their, their feedback in our private Facebook group, just seeing them posting their videos and in, in Moana or doing their own meetups. Like prior to COVID, these girls were doing their own meetups, like, you know, in the States or in That's the Bahamas, so cool. wherever they are. And they're like, who wants to do a Moana meetup today? And seeing that on the other side of the world, we're bringing girls together. They're wearing their Moana. Some of them aren't wearing Moana, but they just want to be a part of that the lifestyle. Group, yeah. And um, seeing things like that, I'm just like, what? Like this That's- is the most beautiful thing in the world. So things like that. We um we actually held a Moana Army event prior to COVID, right before that. And um, we had over 400 girls show up to the beach just at Palm Beach. That's so cool. So good. And I still think that that was probably one of the most inspiring days because Everyone was there. The beats were on. Everyone was like creating these dance circles and the energy was just electric. And I'm standing there and I just felt like I couldn't take it in. I'm like, wait, what are we doing? Like, this is What is, is going crazy. on? This is like, <sighs> like somehow, shape or form, this is a result of the positive things I've done within, with my business and created. Yeah. And I'm like, I just want everyone to have more and I want the best for everybody. And, and even with sales, like, yeah, I want to make sales to grow the business, but to grow the business for the customer, to give them more, you know, I just want to give them so much because they've done so much for me and I don't know if they understand. How much they've given you back. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Look, you can grow a bloody bikini brand overnight. Like that's, it's a huge feat what you've created. And I'm like to sit in this room and have a chat with you about those kind of things. So bloody cool. Oh, thank you. But I want to see how quick you can make a cocktail. Wait, what? Yeah. Let's see how quick. Do you make cocktails often? I've never made a cocktail. (laughs) We're on here. I get them made for me, guys. Mm. Ryan, partner, he makes them. Or you just get them at the bar. I'll get them at the bar. Yeah, when you go out, you treat yourself. Yeah. Because we were chatting before and like you mentioned that you'd, um, you'd seen Mr. Consistent at the collective in Palm Beach where it kind of all started. Yeah. Jeremy Moses' partner owned it and he brought it out and he was like, oh, have a go with this, try Which is like, that's a really cool story for me because that that product in that um, <laughs> contraption. Do you know I think <laughs> I still have one because I've got three of them. Is I'm pretty sure it's a Bloody Mary I have in my cupboard at is home. Is it still full of juice? I could probably get some shelf life on that. Yeah, I'll have to bring it in. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool because that, that when we put that together, we were like, oh, my God. We've made it. Like, this is going to be the new thing. Like, that contraption of pouring the juice into yeah. the container and shaking the container. So cool. That's all. Can you send me a photo? Because that's so cool. Absolutely. I'm trying to find photos of it. And I, I, d- I think I was like, what a dumb idea. Delete. See, we, we all loved it that yeah. night at the collective. We were like, this is the coolest thing ever. Like, this is awesome. That's so and now cool. look at you guys. Like, it's just insane. Like, from strength to strength, really. So, you have made a cocktail. Yeah, but it was that one. It was a, yeah. it was like, we're on. All okay. Right. We're going to get set up. And let's see how fast. The slowest time is 41 seconds. <laughs> so we're going to get you to beat that 100%. Do you know who's on top? I'm on top. As 20.49 seconds is what I did it in. I'm going to do I'm it in 18. I've never been a bartender. So it is possible. Is there anyone on? Did you look at the board before you came in? No. Well, let's, we'll have a look at it and see if there's anyone that you like, want to get on top of. Okay. We'll see if we can get you on top of them on the board. We'll set some goals. We'll set some goals. All right, we'll be back. All right, we're back and we're doing the speed test. Whoa. We've walked you through a little bit. 75 mils of mix, 45 mils of tequila, ice, shake, strain, garnish in under 41 seconds. 
to not end up at the bottom of the leaderboard. We're oh, going. We, I reckon we're aiming in the 20s. 100% we're going the 20s. All right? Oh. We're going to do it on ready, set, go. Or do you want to do three, two, one, go? You know what? I'm going to leave that up to you. All right. Because you're dyslexic, you could mix the two up. <laughs> Three, set, go. <laughs> I'm going to push the mic away right. now. Push it away. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one, go. All the way to the top. Fill it right up. Let's go. Fill it up. Fill it up. Dump it in. <laughs> Bang. Don't worry about it. Make a mess. Second line down. Go, go, go. Tip it upside down. After this, you go on ice. Ice, ice. Bang. Shake. Glass on. Oh, this is a good time. Five shakes. One, two, three, four, five. Crack it open. You gotta crack it. Crack the side. Are you phoning a friend here? <laughs> this is slowing you down. Come on! <laughs> you gotta whack it. You have to whack it. <laughs> oh no! Oh my god, Chris, I'm failing! Here we go. I'm too strong for oh this. Oh my god, this is stuck. Oh my god, I'm too strong. I have you got the strain. <laughs> strain it. Oh my god. <laughs> This Here is the best go. technique I've ever seen. <laughs> this is one of the best. Keep going. Don't worry about it. We're done. Here we go. 4981. Boom, bitch. <laughs> it's half empty, but who cares? 49.81. One of the best techniques I've ever seen. Do you know Unbelievable. what? My muscles really stitched me on that one. Like, let's be honest. I could have done that in half the time if I wasn't so strong. You got to do Yeah, you whacked it too hard on the top. Oh, I did, didn't I? Pushed, even I couldn't get it open. I'm pretty strong like that. <laughs> That was phenomenal. The strainer upside down was my favourite part. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But, you know, she's, she's collecting ice. It's like a little entree now. Oh, my God. All Chip right, we're going to clean this up and we'll come back. <laughs> Granny, you've ended up at the bottom of the leaderboard. I don't want to talk about it. I might leave, actually. I'm a bit embarrassed about this. <laughs> I've seen some ways to use a strainer. That was one of the best yet. I was trying to be entrepreneurial about the whole thing. We put a we put a denote on your um on your on your on your time mm. too strong because you whacked. I whacked you that whacked, glass you in. You whacked the glass way too hard. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I want to know a bit more about this whole. I understand a little bit because I'm my background is a graphic design and marketing, and I started off as a graphic designer. But people don't understand. Um, I guess. Hey, where you pull inspiration from and like, it's not just a Pinterest board a lot of the time. Like there's a lot of travel and seeing things and then bikinis comes into like cuts and shapes and there's so many different like patterns and all those kind of things. Do you have to, you had to learn all that yourself? Like you just taught yourself? Yeah, that was fun. I'm glad that <laughs> chapter of my life is over. over. Yeah. But you're still coming up, you still got to come up with new cuts and stuff every season, every now and then. Absolutely. And I'm very glad that I have now 10 years experience in the making. When it first happened, I was like, wait, what? I have to cut cardboard? Yeah. You know, so it's fun. And because with Moana, we're trying to dress as many body types as we can. Yep. And like, you know, us females come in so many different shapes and sizes. Like a size small top isn't going to fit the same on two different girls, even if they had the same measurement. So um, always pulling inspiration from our customers, asking them what they want. You know, do you want more support? Do you want a sunbaking bikini? Like what's everybody's measurements? So always like digging back into the customer to find out exactly what they want. Um and then print designs. Well, that is just a whole other kettle of fish. And my funnest part, by the way, like that is the best part of my job, I think. It is good fun. Because uh, uh, back when you would have started this, traditionally bikinis were sold in sets. You yes. guys sell everything in singles and always have? Like in um, tops and bottoms? Or? We do sets and separates yeah. just for pricing options for yeah. people. Because I think like 
literally that's the way, um, say bikini brands and, um, surf businesses, anyone that's actually made bikinis has always sold in like a set like yeah. for the longest period of time. Mm-hmm. And there is so many different body shapes. Like you can, you can have a, you know, a big bum and literally you've you got a small top. you got like, no boobs. Yeah. And They're like what, what happens? And like, then you've got, you've got to buy two sets of bikinis or yeah. like, I, like I'm not, a, I'm not a female. So I have no idea what would happen in that situation, but it's expensive. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> and you mix in a matching. And I think that's probably one of the coolest trends. Um, I had a retail boutique and we, we sold lots of bikinis. And I think one of the coolest things I saw was people mixing, mixing and matching other people's brands and patterns and coming up with their own sort of, yep. like their own set, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what Moana was all about in the beginning. Um, this you this is the first time I'm telling anyone this, by the way, but back when I started Moana and we wanted to do the mix and match from the get-go with prints and solid yep. colours, I wanted to call them... <laughs> Fun pants. <laughs> Ew, imagine if I went with that. Fun, fun pants. pants. Come and get your fun pants. Oh my um, yeah, our mentality was always we want to mix and match and not just for like a sizing preference but more like um, we just want – to be honest, I'll be very honest, I felt guilty taking people's money in the beginning. I'm like, God, I feel bad that you're spending like, you know, 70 or $80 on a bikini. Like I feel guilty about that. So I want to – with our orders, everyone gets free gifts in our orders – we try and make our prints really diverse yep. with the outside and the inside. Um, so you can mix and match, not just across that certain collection, but across ones from the past as yeah, well. Cool. We always offer solids now, so you can um, mix and match your solids or just have the solid bikini if you don't want the print. And um, it's, I always have that mentality of like, I can try to give you as much as I possibly can. Just Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And then where, like when you're designing the prints, where do you draw like... I know most people say they jump on Pinterest or they see stuff on Instagram. Is there any other places you kind of dive into inspiration like or um, do a bit of research back into like 70s, 80s or like so, like culture, like I don't know, hip-hop culture or yeah, yeah like like 70s, 80s sort of Do you want a culture? job at Moana? Because you're great. I love this shit. <laughs> I lo- honestly, it's so fun. I, like we're, we're, we go through that process every time we design something. Like we yes. go through like why are we doing it, what's happening why do, why do we want it to look this way? Mm-hmm. Why do we want it to have a vintage feel or whatever it is? Like what's inspiring Yeah, that? Is there kind of those things every time you go through, is there anywhere else you pull inspiration from? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Pinterest is always my first stop. Yeah. Go to Pinterest, create a board. Um, especially lately now, we've kind of changed our whole, uh, I guess, dynamic of how we do business. We used to do uh, quite big collections of like 24 to 30 pieces and we would drop that over a six-month period of time, yeah. three to six months, give or take. But um, recently we've started to do more smaller drops that are more styled. So like yeah. we've got a retro one coming out. We've got like a, a destination one coming out. So I find that when it is a little bit more themed, it's it's kind of easier to pull inspiration because you have a direction. Yeah. But when we're doing classic uh, Moana and I feel like that's still like our top seller, which is like a fun tropical fruity print reversing into something a bit more subtle. Yeah. Um, when we go to do that, which is what we're currently designing right now, I should have brought some samples in for you guys to you wear. That would have been up. so cute. Little clothesline in here. That would have been so fun. Well, I will come back and beat my record. So okay. next time. We'll be back. <laughs> but I actually, um, yeah, I like to do the Pinterest thing. I like to just take time out. Yeah. I like to just go for a walk and um, just think about why I'm doing this collection, why I want it to be portrayed the way it is, what colors are the customers loving right now, and really, again, just think about them. I do like to jump on to pretty much every other company I can 
possibly think of and not just swimwear, like anything and um, see what they're doing. And pretty much I want to do the opposite. Yeah. I never want to follow a trend. We've actually been um, designing certain things and then I've seen it on a similar swimwear company. I'm like, nah, scratch. We're not doing that because it looks way too close. So we uh, very much let's stay away from the trends yeah. and just do exactly what we want to do in house. So many people don't know, like you, you'll know this, but there's, a, there's websites out there that you pay money for that give you trend reports. Oh, really? Yeah. Ew, bye. And they like, they, they, you pay like a lot of money and you yeah. can go in and they'll say, radio, this is what's trending on the runway in mm-hmm. a year's time. It will be trending in this category. It'll be trending in this category and trending in this category. And that's kind of how right. the, the fashion falls down from top level, like runway to um, like bottom end Kmart target mm-hmm. fashion. And it's all, it's all recorded and yeah. like, it's very like predictable which is like super scary, but I love that you don't look at trends. You don't look at what everybody else is doing. You just focus on what you're doing and design how what I guess what inspires you. Do you guys design the whole thing? So like by the whole thing, I mean design the bikini and while you're doing that, you're thinking about the photo shoot and the marketing oh, and the branding yeah. and the community stuff that's doing all, it all right once. now. <laughs> yeah we once. from start to finish and it, and now that we've got multiple collections going on at once we're doing it times three so I'm like okay so we've got this we need this kind of model with this kind of destination and yeah it's it's a lot but it's the funnest part it all honestly starts with the vision and then um, pulling cuts designing new cuts yeah. creating the prints that are going to accompany it thinking of how we're going to shoot it. What's the concept? What's the video going to be like? What kind of content do we need for Instagram? And do we make TikToks for this one? And how are we going to redesign our website? Like it's so much. But I think once you surround yourself with a really good loyal team that are just as obsessed with the the brand and the message as you, then it's a lot more fun. It is not work. We all just have such a hell time talking about it and drawing inspiration with each other. And it's just way too much fun. I think that's very similar to you. Except we drink cocktails while we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we eat donuts. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, it's, it's so much fun. And when you have that, like, how do you? How big's your team now? We have nine. That's pretty cool. It's and, fun. It's good. You guys, have, you just told me you bought the building you're in, and you've like done the Reno, and I saw you like you've got like a like a theme like. Don't look at our basketball hoop. It's a milk crate currently <laughs> on the wall. With a, it's got a pink background, but it's Yay. a milk crate because <laughs> somebody broke the other one. But um, like I've seen you guys have got like a really cool like pastel um, basketball hoop in the middle of like your area. And then obviously you've got like your nice office. You guys have been able to um, grow and renovate and give your staff a really nice space to work in. It's been a dream and I just know how much the girls and Ryan, <laughs> poor Ryan, <laughs> they all appreciate it. It's beautiful. Yeah, we were lucky. We bought it 12 months ago. We've been in there for maybe just over six months now and um, it's amazing. It, it's just a good vibe, a good atmosphere. Everyone's more productive. We have a basketball mm. hoop when we get a bit of brain fog. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Actually, you guys will definitely have to come visit us. I want to come. Cause come I play some basketball. Yeah, 100%. I am I good at that. To- Actually, maybe we could have a basketball challenge so I can kick your butt with that. We'll go to the milk crate first. <laughs> it's ghetto out there. Challenge accepted. Yeah. With, with growing a business, like it's all, I guess, fun and games when you're dealing with bikinis and you're putting out really great content and stuff, but nobody really gets an idea of the behind the scenes. Like here, I know like I've, we've flogged ourselves and we have um, obviously growing issues with money and buying stock and you're trying to scale and keep a business going you've got rent and overheads and you're trying to grow your team and all those kind of things is there any of that stuff that like is there any advice or any of those kind of things that probably give me uh-huh. but like, <laughs> i would like some of yours please <laughs> but like how like is there any of those behind the scenes things that 
um, happened to you guys that you wish you had have known before you started or mm. have you guys had good on like, um, what are they called? Oh, I've got a mind blank right now. Little like financial a, like a, boost? Yeah, like financial boost or mentors or anyone yeah. that's kind of helped you along the way or given you like that little bit of like, oh, fuck, we're having a real hard hard trot. Like we want to, how do we get through this part? Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's just like, even just thinking about it now, I'm like, wow, that's just such a big part of business. And I feel like not many people talk about it and have the conversation. It's so yeah, it's hard. And like, even when you just said, have you spoken to many people? Do you have like a mentor? And I'm like, you know what? Not really. I really? feel like a lot of people don't really chat about this, which is why I think this podcast is so cool. Everyone's so open. Um, we definitely have growing pains. Um, like, you know, it's just like cash flow. You know, we want to be doing so much quicker, really. And it's so hard because, which is a good problem to have, our demand is so high. So we can drop a line, it sells out so quickly. But then it's, you know, we've got to get that stock in quicker. Mm -hmm. So we're having trouble getting stock in quicker to replenish to then keep our sales going, which is yeah. a great problem to have. Very much fixable. But I think, and I remind myself every day for a little self-advice is, Things take time and I think you just need to give yourself a little bit of compassion for everything that you're doing and things are never going to happen overnight. And I think as well, when you're watching other people's journeys, like you were just saying, you don't see all the drama. So you kind of are comparing yourself like, but they've scaled up in 12 months and how come I'm not doing it at the same yeah. rate as them? And everybody's journey and experience is so different. And I think we all need to be like mindful of that as well. I Like we've experienced so like I'm very lucky to have um, – business partners that have owned businesses and my wife is a sounding board that I've owned business with and she's been in other bit like ha we've had good exposure to other things mm -hmm. but fuck like some of the shit you come across like for you guys like you you and probably um a lot of your customers don't even know this but like you you pay somebody to design it and um spec sheet it out and do all those kind of things you send it off you place your order you pay for it mm -hmm. and then there's probably like I don't know how long your shipping times are but there's anywhere between, you know, two to 12 weeks shipping time that you've paid for stock that hasn't landed that you've then got to sell and it sells out immediately. You ship it all out and then you're like, holy shit, we need to order more and then there's another 12 weeks till you can get more income or you've got to pay for the next, like yeah. you order bigger and then you've got to pay a bigger lot, like a bigger sum of money. Like, Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of waiting. And I think the hardest thing too is like some of our customers, they just love the product so much, so much. And then if it sells out, like we have some, like sometimes when we do a, a launch, things can sell out literally in less than five minutes, just one thing's gone. And we've got hundreds of units of it. It's not like we've got 30. Yeah, yeah. Like we have so much stock and it goes, very thankful by the way. But there's obviously people that don't understand the hustle behind it and they will come on Instagram and they'll write us off. And I'm like, oh, my heart's breaking. Like I want to fit you in this. I want to give, like, give you this product, but I, I like – Hey, we told you it was coming. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's the hardest part. And I'm just like, I'm trying, we're, we're all trying so hard. Mm. And I guess the demand is cool though. It does keep people coming back. Um, so I guess in a sense, like it's great, but I still feel bad when I read those kinds of comments. Do you find they're, um, they find they're more vocal like towards you or towards the business or like, because obviously Moana is like, it's you, right? Like it, that business is you. It's very much you. You're the face of that business. Do you find because they have easy access to who you are and what you do. <laughs> but like here we have a customer service team. There's like our whole philosophy is that Mr. Consistent is the person making the product. It's not cool. Yeah, it's, it's kind of anyone making the product, anyone shipping the product. It's a team effort. Mr. Consistent is our team. Yes. If you will. But you have a very visible profile 
do you feel like they come for you when they can't get something? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and they're not always nasty, but they definitely slide into the DMs or they they tag me in, in the Moana army, you know, just to yeah, let me know yeah. of something. And they know that I'm always in there. Um, I do like it though. I Like I do spend a lot of time talking to my customers and a lot of them have actually turned into friends now. Like I've met them and I've yeah, experienced cool. them in real life. So, but yeah, the, the easy access is a big one. Sometimes it comes to me and I'm like, Kimmy, who's my um, customer service <laughs> queen. I'm like, Kimmy, help. They're coming. Uh, yeah, they like, <laughs> I, I had somebody find my number on LinkedIn the other day <laughs> and they were like, hey, um, my order hasn't turned out. And they text me on a Saturday and I was like, Ooh. hey, no worries. I'll find it out for you. Yeah. And then like I got back to them on Monday and they're like, thank you so much. But like, um, like that to me, it was like, whoa, whole shit. Like, I, like I'm starting to become like a little bit easy access when we have a team to kind of do that thing. But I'm never, ever going to turn that person away or I'm never going to ever be like, oh, no, that's not my job. I'm going to find out because it kind of helps me keep my finger on the pulse of I the agree. business a bit. Like mm-hmm. not that you're micromanaging staff, but you know what's going on. You know what, like we sit down every morning, we discuss shipping delays and freight delay, like all those kind of delays. And it kind of helps you keep your finger on the pulse and make sure your business is staying relevant and staying true to its core values and all those kind Absolutely. of things. Absolutely. I love jumping in other job roles at work on taking over some of the girls' jobs for an hour and just seeing where everything's at. Yeah. It's really fun. It's exciting. And it actually like brings me back. I'm like, yeah. oh. I, I spent the last two weeks in here packing orders. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. That time you did Tommy, some work. Tommy was packing orders. Kirsten was like, <laughs> like our whole marketing team was in there. Pack. Like we just, we, um, I think it was after pay day sale or something oh, like yeah, that. that and it went one. crazy. Yeah, and like literally our whole admin team and anyone that sits on a computer in this business or like was out there packing orders because it was just so crazy. So, kind of gives them an, uh, a new respect for that team, and this team then respects what they do because they're the reason that they're having to pack so many orders because they're exactly. doing a good job. That's your fault for being so brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so cool. Uh, like your story is amazing. Like the the minor. Um, Moana Army. Moana. I always say it's my Bogan accent. My Bogan. Yeah, Moana Goana. Yeah, Moana Goana, bro. You sound like my dad. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, Moana. Like that whole um, community thing, like uh, like that's what I aspire for this business to have is like this cocktail, cocktail club, cocktail community and just like to be a part of it. I love it. It's so cool. It's awesome. I, I, want, to, I, I want that part to grow. Well, I, I can tell you now, and I was explaining to you about this uh, before the podcast, but the whole Moana team is definitely already part of your community. So they were very excited for me to come here today. They're huge fans. That's cool. I'm definitely sending you home with bottles for the girls <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> and Ryan. <laughs> How did, like you get to a point where like you measure, success can be measured on monetary value, sales, revenue, profit, all those kind of things. Is there other things that you measure success by? Yeah, absolutely. Um, if anything, like sales are great, but I think that I like I measure it more on just like my happiness yeah. and my team's happiness. I think that we've all been in shitty jobs in the past as well. So to be able to give like fun jobs to people is really, you know, that's really successful for me. Yeah. And just to live the lifestyle that I, I live now with Ryan and we have this beautiful house on the beach and we just, you know, we get to help our family if we need to. And yeah. it, it's just a the lifestyle is just amazing. That's, I think the number one thing for me. And I, I when we started this business is like, oh, the, the 12 months have been hard, mm-hmm. but the, like I've got a three year old. So like the time with her is what, mm. the, the more time I get to spend with her, that's what I measure. Like if I can spend as much time with her and my wife mm-hmm. and going to the beach. And I think that's an important measure for me more than dollars in the bank, I reckon. Yeah. Like I just want to be happy and healthy 
And um, if my job can help me achieve that, then I'm that's that's all I need. Just and then be for your staff and, and stuff like that, like exactly. We had um, a staff member buy his first house the other day, and I was like, I that's love like, that. a, and then like our customer service got to buy a new car, and yes. like knowing that you've been able to like have some sort of I guess influence in that person's life, and like fucking Brooke drove in here with her new car the other day. Oh, that's so exciting! <laughs> she's, she's tooting and carrying on, and like that's pretty cool for us, like to be able to help, you know. Like that person definitely works hard for that, mm-hmm. but knowing um, the job that we've given her and seeing how happy she is, that some way, shape, or form, we've been able to lead into helping her do those kind of things is pretty cool. It's very special, and even like giving back to like all of our customers, making them happy. Yeah, whether it be through cocktails or swimwear, like we're giving so much back to them, and even to us, it's like oh, it's a bikini that we made, but to them, it's like everything they're yeah. going to go on vacation they're going to like have a great experience and it's just also contributing to all that uh, in talking about like lifestyle and the measuring success on i guess what you get to do in your day and how you how your life plans out what's a typical day look like for you what do you want a weekday or a, just or a like a weekday weekend like obviously a, a weekday is probably more interesting to people like yeah yeah because absolutely. you are in the business like jumping up like a like I am I, jumping up. Yeah. I'm practicing on that basketball. Dunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like my days, they, they're similar, but the tasks within the day change, yeah, change yep. very much. But if we're doing like a typical day today, I um I get up I, I get up around seven, to be honest, and I, I, I'm a bit naughty. I skip brekkie. Do you? Yeah, I have like this mega coffee the size of my face. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm, I like to be at the office first if I can. I always like to be at the office first and last. I don't know why. It's really? just the mentality that I like because yeah, okay. I feel like I can set up my day yep. and um, make sure that everybody else is on track before we have our little catch-up meeting like you guys. But we always kick off our, our weekday with a meeting just to yep. catch up on everything, any issues that we have or any promos we're running at the time. So that's always fun. Um, and I love that time with the girls because we all just hang – and Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ryan. But, yeah, we always have our meeting and then we're um, pretty much straight to the desk and – in we're fun we have like an open plan upstairs yeah so we're in each other's business anyway um but at the moment i've just been racking my brain doing all these new designs for next year so um we have a really big exciting project coming up actually and we've been going mental with this i don't know if i can say it can i should i just say it oh <gasps> i reckon should I just give, do give, it? Give us the fucking exclusive. Give me. Okay, give I'll give you guys the exclusive. <laughs> um, but we are doing a collaboration with Nickelodeon. What? Oh wow, that's sick. That's I'm so, so excited. Fucking cool. Um, you heard it here first. Is this all like the the reason you're wearing SpongeBob all the time currently? No, I just <laughs> I just like SpongeBob. I just love SpongeBob. Um, but so currently we've been working with them a lot, coming up with this uh, design uh, and whole so project, cool. which is like huge and really hard actually this is probably the most challenging job I've had. Like you asked me to design a tropical collection, I'm like, yeah, I can do it in a month. Like. Boom. But when it comes to Nickelodeon, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want it to look too cartoony, but I need it to be on brand for Nickelodeon and for Moana. And as you know, like apples and oranges, there's yeah, so different. Yeah. So at the moment, myself and my graphic designer, Kayla, we've been sitting down nutting that out pretty much until the end of the day. So wow. my butt just sits in a chair. Occasionally we'll get up, we'll do a little run around the block. Takes 11 minutes. I could challenge you, you to that as well. <laughs> Um, You'd beat him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the best runner. (laughs) (laughs) But then knockoff time for us is around 4.30. The girls go home. I go home. Ryan and I will just go. And our goal is to find something fun to watch on TV, have good dinner, and actually take that time to zone out before we do it all again the next day. 
That's awesome. Yeah, just a lot of design stuff at the moment. A lot. That's that's fun though. Like that's such fun stuff to be working on. Yeah, like, it's Nickelodeon's a good job. cool. Like, I don't even. How do you how do you pull that off? That's I'll let a, you know. Yeah, I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing it. That's so cool. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by our production team. They're working around the clock using the freshest ingredients to make our delicious cocktail mixes for you guys to enjoy. Now back to the episode. What are, like, lots of people, like, obviously bikini brands pop up everywhere now. Every like, day. They're, every they're day. like, growing like grass. They're like, And there's a lot of cool brands coming out and there's a lot of cool stuff happening. Is there anything, like, even in any old business, is there anything you would have said to yourself, like, 10 years ago of like any advice, like go for it. Don't be scared. Like don't do it. Why, <laughs> why am I here? Like any of those kind of things or like anything you like wish you had mm. learned or known earlier. I just would have been like, you go girl, you run as fast as you can, <laughs> which is kind of what I've done. But yeah, I, um, I just like the fact that we are so different and I like the fact that we design everything in house. I feel like that already sets us apart. Yeah. I feel like if, if I was just buying from China, like, a lot of these pop-up brands I see doing, I would have wanted to be like, don't do that. Yeah. Try to stick to, you know, do it for you. Don't do it for money. Don't do it for likes or hits or your ego. Like always yeah. do it for something that's in your heart. You can kind of see that, um, I guess, at the a business are very front-facing, right? Like you see, you can see for what it is straight away. You can see whether it has a community or it has a following or it has something behind it. And typically those businesses have good intentions. They always have good intentions behind them. Anything that is um, done for money or, you know, likes or comments or mm. any of those kind of things, you, I feel like you can kind of see through them. Oh, I away. think I can pick it in a second. I'm mm. like, no, and that's not going to turn Yeah, out. they've just gone, you know what, I want to, I've seen this bikini company. I love what they do. I'm just going to, I'm going to do the same sort of thing or like mm. whether it be a cocktail company or men's, like there's, there's loads of people out there that kind of see an idea and they're like, oh, that's a cool idea. I'd love to own a, uh, I'd love to own a catering company. Yeah. I'd love, I'd love uh, to have a taco truck. Yeah. <laughs> like any of Might that. just jump yeah. on. Yeah. Buy myself yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> any of those kind of things. Like, and you can kind of see, I feel like you can kind of see through it. I think that's, yeah. I love that advice. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's always good to just do it for you and nobody else. Yeah. Not for money, not for hits, just for you. The next thing I want to know is because I fuck it like uh -oh. <laughs> I've been, I'm nervous <laughs> boy. <laughs> I've been on your Instagram and I I I can love this that you're like like you get those messages those DMs that are just downright nasty. How Somebody cute are somebody's they? having a shit day and they feel like putting their shit day onto you and they write something that's inappropriate, doesn't need to be said. No one gives a shit about, but you screenshot it. And then you put like some funny video beside it. Like at what point did you go, you know, I'm done with these a-holes. <laughs> I'm going to start calling them out. I'm going to start doing these videos. Like at what point did that happen? I think I've really started to um, go in on the trolls maybe in the last like 12 or so months. <laughs> and I love it. I think it's so funny. Um, yeah, I did. I got this really interesting comment and I was like, you know what, I'm going to screenshot. He was giving me um, crap about my silly dancing, which is obviously not serious. I just like to be 
a bit of a, a clown on yeah. Instagram because I think it's good vibes and it's funny. People love that shit. I just think it's hilarious and I just like to laugh at my own self. I'm literally doing it for me. I'm not doing it for you. I can't but, dance. Guilty. Oh, me either. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, doing that for myself is just funny and to watch other people think it's hilarious, I'm like, this is great. So, um, yeah, once I got a really good one about me dancing and I was like, I'm going to screenshot it, post it, wear something stupid. I'm going to thrust towards you so hard. <laughs> I'm going to thrust you off my Instagram. And it went mental. It just went so mental. This guy got so called out or girl, I don't even know. It's yeah, probably yeah. a fake account. And then I was like, people love this. And I felt like it was also a good representation to be like, you know, these are just words of somebody who actually has no idea who I am. They don't know me. Anything about you. Yeah. So why would I take it to heart and, um, you know, put all that pressure on myself? So I'm just going to have fun with it. And hopefully I can lead by example to other people to not take words so, like, you know, strongly. So seriously, like, because yeah. I imagine that kind of stuff happens all the time. Like, nobody's rinsing me on Instagram, but, like, I see the negativity the, that can happen, like, um, we had Molly Rose in here the other day and she's a very good friend of mine and like she gets a lot of um, comments about her like her body because she's super skinny but she's actually like she eats like a monster like but she has this this um, she's telling me she's got this crazy metabolism that just chews through food and she can't she literally can't put weight on all these kind of things yeah but people like commenting on it eat a burger like all these kind of gross. stuff gross like, and I'm sitting here going like and she's She's fine. Yeah, like, she's good. Yeah, she's good. She doesn't need your advice. She's Thank here you with her much. burger tower. <laughs> yeah. she's, she's fine. <laughs> she's good. She doesn't need your advice. But she like she got to the same point where she's done the same sort of thing as calling out trolls and stuff like that. And I just half the time, do you go into the like when they do that, do you go into their account to see if it is a fake account? You just go bang, fuck you. No, I just bang, screenshot just it. When in. I get a beauty, I'm like, yes. <laughs> Bang! Thank you. Thank you for the content, idiot. Thank <laughs> so you for much these fun. Fucking 1.2 million real views that I'm gonna get, you idiot. Exactly. <laughs> like sucked in. Thank you so much. See you later. It's Ugh. so good because the body, the sorry, the buzzy, the body positivity <laughs> stuff that you promote is amazing. Like I have a three year old daughter, um, and I love what you do and the the, the words you spoke and all those kind of things because I believe in a lot of that stuff. And people should just be comfortable in their skin. They shouldn't worry about what other people think or, you know, looking in the mirror and being like, oh, I wish I had this or that or not being happy what with what they have. Mm, like, it's tough. Everyone's guilty of doing it. Absolutely. Um, but I think people like yourself putting, like having that following and putting those words out there, also having the bikini line to back it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. such a cool thing. Yeah, thank you so much. It's definitely gone hand in hand. I actually remember this beautiful moment with a girl who was really into my body pose. She'd never worn a bikini. She came to one of our meetups and um, her name was Janet. She was just the most beautiful girl. And she's like, I've never worn a bikini. I'm too scared. But we got her in her first Moana down the beach and everyone just hyped her up. And she has only worn Moana since. And she That's still cool. talks about it. And she's like, if it wasn't for you posting these silly things on Instagram and having the Moana community, I would have never done this. And I'm like, yeah, girl, this is the best. That's so cool. I Can, love her. She's oh, great. Keep it up, man. Like that is so cool. Yeah, I'll, it's fun. Yeah. Do you have anyone else that you kind of is in the – I guess in that same world as you that you like you talk to and when you do get those things where you go like oh fuck this idiot or like you, you <laughs> vent to or is that yeah. Ryan or like no poor Ryan <laughs> I, I do enough I mean I talk too much to him about everything yeah. I give him a break I um I've got a good friend uh, Michael Huxley he also has a business of 10 years we yeah. grew our businesses together and um we talk to each other a lot about all this stuff or we'll screenshot each other silly messages and have a van have a joke and 
and talk about it in that way, but um, not in a sad way. We just kind of like to have a little like hee hee. Yeah, a little vent and a yeah, little laugh absolutely. about how, how yep. stupid that person is. He gets it too, so we're uh, we have two peas in a pod with that. So that's fun. <laughs> My next question was, what's next? But I know what's next. It's Nickelodeon. Oh, or it's is huge. it? Or is it? Dun, dun, dun. Well, no, I I have more goss. What is it? I'm happy to tell you guys after I have a sip. Let me have it. Because you guys, how often do you release collections now? You're still doing it, like you still do a like three months. Three months. Every three months. That's a lot dropping. of work to. That's a lot of work to get done in three months. Drop three months. Oh, I know. And even in between those three months, now we're trying to do these little micro drops of um, just little solid bikinis yep. that just drop. So it's a lot. But um, we're actually planning on launching Active Wear at the end of the year. So a brand new brand. That's cool. It'll be Moana's cousin. Yeah. And um, we've been. I have been working on this for nearly three years. I've gone above and beyond to find a really great fabric. Yep. I have never tried on so much fabric in my life. Oh, my God. Um, I guess it's the same with Moana. Like when we're talking about starting that, like, yeah, I could have gone to China and pumped out a bunch of, you know, yeah. crappy quality leggings or whatever with some prints on it. But um, no, we've gone back to Italy and we've sourced our own fabric um, from start to finish. So we're finally at a place where we're about to start shooting that and That's dropping cool. it before Christmas. That's Yay. awesome. There's so much that goes into athletic wear. It's I, tough. Yeah, I've, I've done plenty of ranges mm. um, and you like good material, good like – down to the seaming and all those kind oh, of things and the, so the moisture much. wicking and all those kind of things that people don't even know about. I didn't Ooh. even know about. And I'm like, hang on, wait, wait. I feel like I'm starting all over again. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. what's wicking? <laughs> you know, like, what are we doing what are we, here? What am I doing with this? Yeah. Where's, where's the wicking? What's the happening? We're yeah. not making candles here. <laughs> all right. I've got this little card game here. Oh, no. It's Another out. game. Never have I ever pack. Oh, God. Do we do, we do the questions? We're going to top three. So we've got a couple of questions in here. I don't know. I don't even know. Okay, now I'm nervous, guys. The Shake Up card game, Never Have I Ever Pack. Wow. It's online now. It's available. I love the that, – that's that would be a nice Moana print right there, like a beautiful little sunset kind of moment. <laughs> <laughs> Mates rates, come on. <laughs> I drew all this. This is cool. Um, the Never Have I Ever Pack is a bunch of cards. Sit around, drink a cup of cocktail. You don't have to drink. You can just sit around with your friends. And you get to learn maybe a little bit of information that you didn't know. Well, oh, don't you look at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got three cards here. Oh, yeah. I'm getting sweaty palm. <laughs> All right. Feel like. All right, I'm Your face you is disturbing me. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's one in here that like this, this card here is often brought up and I'm like, I've, I've never experienced it. Okay. Um, so yeah, but yeah, and I can't relate to the other two. So oh, yeah. okay. Middle, let's let's go middle. Never have I ever taken a prank too far. Oh, I'm king of taking this stuff too far. <laughs> I've been known to make people cry by accident. Oh, oh my god, I'm sorry, guys. My lord. But yeah, I do have a banger. I'm gonna have to have a little sip let, for let that. Let me hear it. Oh, how do you like? Actually, I've probably taken a prank too far, but I like. Been a long time since I've played a prank on anybody. Yeah, well, would you like to hear it? Yeah, I'd love to hear it. I was in a bit of a prank hall with the neighbors next door <laughs> about 12 months ago. Friends or not friends? Friendly. Okay. Friendly enough. Wouldn't go have a <laughs> drink with them, okay. but friendly enough. It all started small, just with small scares like rah. Yeah. And do it back. And then um he decided to go take it a, a little bit too far. And I was like, You are messing with the wrong bitch right now. <laughs> 
So um, he scared me one too many times. I got some coconut oil that we used to tan the models with before a shoot and I just sprayed his car handle with it. Harmless. It's going to be a slippery car handle. Who cares? But that really upset him. So he went, I just drive, I drive a Jeep. So, (laughs) you know, it is what it is. He went and got like a a silicon glove and he wrapped it around the exhaust and taped it up. And obviously, I guess when you drive off, it's meant to make a big bang, right? But unfortunately for him, I saw it. And I was like, oh, I'm going to pretend that my car is ruined. ruined. <laughs> Done. See you later. Brand new Jeep too. Like he, he even seen when we got the Jeep. Yeah, He's like, yeah. brand new, cool. So um, anyway, I was like, cool, I'll play this out. So I ended up messaging him and I was like, oh my God, I'm so upset. Like you've played this prank on my car. My car has overheated. It's broken down. It's done. I just went to get an Uber, but because I've got my dogs, they wouldn't accept my Uber. I'm stuck in Burley. It's 10.30 at nighttime, like, what the heck? And then he was just messaging me all this, like, I'm sorry, but I left it. I was like, I'm not going to reply to you. Even Ryan was like, are you going to message him and tell him it's a prank? I'm like, no. Let him stew on it. I let him stew till the next day. And I was like, it was a prank. I'm fine. The car's good. And he's like, I nearly booked tickets back to my home country. I can't afford to fix your Jeep. I even oh, made a vlog. God. He said he made a vlog being like, I've ruined Karina's car. I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and you know what? He so never pranked heavy. me again. <laughs> that is so heavy. Yeah. When, <laughs> that is so heavy. Poor guy. The other one, the other one I had here that I'm interested in okay. here yep, is, yep. Never have I ever had a paranormal experience. Yeah, wild. Have you? I actually have. And I'm not like one of those, you know, we're spiritual talking like ghosty Ouija people. board shit or like what? No, we're what talking, talking. We're talking like actual haunted apartment vibes. Really? Yeah. I, Hang on, I, I never, feel like this was on Instagram. You put this on Instagram or something, did you? Yeah, not long ago. Someone asked me this question and I very roughly was like, yeah, once we lived in this haunted unit, it was weird. And we moved out quite quickly. But yeah, like... Dead said, believe I've 100% seen Casper, the not so friendly ghost. Really? Yeah. Like, what kind of shit was happening though? Like, was it like, like it was opening and closing or yeah. like, what it, like, the lights would be on and you didn't turn it like. It wasn't a light thing, it was like a static thing. So, my dad, um, before my dad had his accident, he was a builder and plasterer. So, he was currently building us our dream home. And yeah. in the meantime, we just had to live in some like little townhouse thing. Yeah. Anyway, the first night we were in there, we heard some crazy banging and rolling in the roof. Almost sounds like co- coconuts were dropping down one side and like rolling down the other end. And dad came in, he's like, What the bloody hell are you doing in here? Like, all mad at me. Yeah. And I'm like, Dad, I'm in bed. And um, anyway, further on like through the time we were living there we'd wake up in the middle of the night to our radio like just blaring and we'd have to get up turn the radio back down the shower would be turning itself on and off which was the weirdest thing but like not a trickle like i'm talking like Like and my dad was always like oh it's just bad plumbing or like it's just this my dad does not believe in ghosts and stuff and like i mean like i've never really thought about it i'm not like yeah ghosts exist or they don't i've just never really thought about it so um, I was like, Dad, 100%, like, this place is super haunted. Um, TV would just turn to static and make these weird, like, sounds. <laughs> and we were like, what is that? Real weird. And then the final straw is um, my dad was out. I was going to take my dog for a walk. And as I was leaving, the radio came on and the shower came on at the same time. And I was like, no, nah, 
this is it. I'm getting goosebumps. She's so weird. (laughs) I picked up my dog and I've walked through to the garage and my bedroom shared a wall with the garage. So I've walked through the garage and I've just looked right and I swear I saw a head or a figure come out of the wall, so it would have been in my bedroom, and look away from me. And I screamed so loud that the neighbours came over thinking that I had been attacked and I ran down the driveway and I was hysterical. And then my dad took us out that night. So he believed it. He was just too... See, this like... Here's a standing up. I'm scared just thinking about it. It was so weird. Like I've never... Like I've never... So weird. Touch, touch wood, but I, nothing ever happens. Like, But my... um, Very... Like I don't believe in it and I don't... Like I've never experienced it, so I can't believe in it. But my grandma would do Ouija boards and stuff all the time. Yeah, okay. And like she would like call in the spirits and blah, blah, blah. And like... Like she would... No, thank you. I would never, yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> no. That was the only time and I just thought it was the, looking back as well, I'm like, that was weird. Oh, my God. No, thank you. Mm. That is weird. Karina, thank you so much for coming in, sharing your story, giving us a bit of insight into what, and the goss, the goss. The goss. Give us a bit of insight of what do you guys do, how you do it, where can people follow you? you got, um, you've got Instagram, TikTok. What yeah, are, are yeah, myself and Moana everywhere. You just type in Moana or Karina, we Karina should pop Irby. up. Type it in on Instagram. We'll link it all in the bio um, of the video and the podcast and stuff so everyone so can fun. follow you. But thank you so much for coming in. We're definitely going to send you some drinks for the <gasps> girls at the office. They're going to God, I can it. hear them screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> over, a ten, over, over the other side of Burley, I can hear them. Yeah. They're for often. Thanks for having me, guys. This was a really fun podcast. Absolute pleasure. We loved having you in. Love sharing your story and, like, honestly, Keep up what you're doing. I love watching it. Our business loves watching it. And we love seeing local businesses like you guys just absolutely flourish and do the things you do for the community. Oh, feelings are mutual. Thanks, guys. No worries. Pleasure. Thank Bye. you. That's today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. You know the drill. Like, subscribe, leave a review. Go show the shake up some love and stay connected. Don't forget you can watch all of our episodes on YouTube. Also, jump over to our Shake Up Cocktail Gang Facebook page where you can find out who's coming up on the podcast. And if you've got questions for them, I'll ask the bloody questions. You can also use the code SHAKEUP for 10% off on mrconsistent.com.au. Thank you so much for listening. And just remember, shit, that's fresh.